welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to World Life Broadcast. I want to continue on the subject of God's redemption plan. Let's look at John chapter 5, verses 24 through 25. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He's redeemed us from any curse whatsoever. We are no longer under, under a curse. He's redeemed us from spiritual death. He's re- redeemed us from sickness and disease. He's redeemed us from poverty. He's redeemed us from separation from him in any way he said that we will have eternal life in his presence if we believe in him and become born again because your old things pass away behold all things become new you're a child of god you're no longer the person you was before but you're a child of the living god when you're born again and you're no longer the same Now, a lot of people, even though they are born again, want to live under that curse. And you don't need to live under the curse whatsoever. You want to live under the new covenant and in all the blessings of God. And you want to be in fellowship with God. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 says, Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any comfort of any fellowship of the Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is our comforter, but we can have fellowship with him as well. We can come into fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He will guide us into all truth, show things to come. We live a new and living way. It's not under the law just to dictate if I have to do everything perfect. No, we live in a relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Just like you have a relationship with people on the earth, except it's a better relationship that you can talk to them all day long, every day, anytime you want to. You have to be in, uh, in His fellowship to understanding but you know he wants us to come before him and show him how much we love him that's the number one thing he wants to have that and he wants to show us how much he loves us he wants us to have a relationship like a father and a a son and the holy spirit is there at all times to lead us and guide us in all truth he is our helper our advocate, our intercessor. He is everything we'll ever need. He will guide us in every area of our life if we'll ask him. He is there for us at all times. He will take the word of God and declare it to you and show you the things that have been freely given to you. And you know, we have to have fellowship with the Father and the Son as well. First John 1, 3 says, That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. We 
need to have fellowship and spend time with the Father. That's what the most important thing in this whole thing. The Father God redeemed us. He purchased us back because Adam and Eve had a relationship with the Father God. But after they fell, he didn't have a relationship with mankind. But he lives inside of us and he wants to have a relationship with us. He wants us to love on him and he wants to show us his love in so many ways. And there are a lot of different ways that he shows his love. He shows us his love by by telling us how much he loves us, but also he established a covenant with Jesus Christ so that he could freely give us everything that he's that he can. He wants to bless you so much. It is unreal. If you'll only get into the Word of God and find out how much he loves you and what he has provided for you. And you know, he provided uh, healing for us. If the enemy tries to come in and put sickness on you, I'll tell you right now, God does not put sickness on people. He loves you so much that he sent Jesus Christ, his son, to the cross. And he sent him to Palace Judgment Hall. And he took all that scourging, all that penalty, all the beating that he took, all the wounds that he took upon himself so that you could be healed. Now, why would he send Jesus to purchase your healing and then want you to be sick? He doesn't want that. Let's look at 1 Peter 2.24, and this will, write, this will tell you plainly that he uh, carried your sins and your sickness. 1 Peter 2.24, he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross, willingly offering himself on it as on an offer of sacrifice so that he might die to, that we might die to sin. Becoming immune from the penalty and power of sin and live for righteousness. For by his wounds, you who believe have been healed. He said, if you believe it, you've been healed. If you need healing, just come before the father and say, father, I believe I have been healed. The enemy tried to put it on me. I'm asking you for healing. Believe you receive it. And say, Father God, I am completely healed by the stripes on Jesus' back. He took that penalty for me. I'm not allowing the enemy to put that on me. And then you speak to that sickness and say, you have no right in my body. You have to go because Jesus took that for me. And I will not allow it in my body. What he did, I'm not allowing you to put on me what Jesus Christ took away from me. And tell the devil he has to go and take his sickness with him. Amen. Because it's... It says in the word of God, John 10, 10, for the thief comes but for to steal, kill, and destroy. Sickness is to steal from you, to kill from you, and to destroy you. And it's not from God. He sent Jesus and purchased your healing for you. Amen. He also purchased your prosperity. 2 Corinthians 8, 9, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor that you through his poverty might become rich. You're abundantly supplied because Jesus Christ said, I'm taking their poverty. He went to the cross. He came down here on this planet and gave up his deity. He gave up all the riches that he had in heaven. He became poor. He, he became a mere man. And he also, he became poor that you through his poverty on the cross, he gave everything away. That on the cross, he purchased your prosperity. 
He said, I'm taking the curse of I'm taking the curse that was against mankind because of the law. I'm taking it away. And I'm establishing a new covenant established on new and better promises. And part of that covenant is that you are prosperous. You're abundantly supplied in every area. And if you'll get in God's word and find out what God's word says about your prosperity, it's all yours. God purchased it for you. He has given you all things richly to enjoy. Amen. And to be rich is abundantly supplied. Let's look at John chapter 16 and verse 23. In that day, you will not need to ask me about anything. That's Jesus talking to us. I assure you that most solemnly say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name as my representative, he will give you. He's saying if you use his name, everything that you ask him for, he will give it to you because you are one with the Lord Jesus Christ. And in his name, the covenant that Jesus established with the Father for you, the Father says abundance has been purchased for you, and in his name it is yours. Amen. He said whatever you ask him in his name, he'll give it to you. How could you be more prosperous than that? To come before the Father God, ask him for anything, and him give it to you. He will withhold no good thing from you when you come in the name of Jesus. It is yours. And believe that you receive it when you pray, and it is yours right then. Amen. Hebrews ten nineteen through 22. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil, that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart of full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. He's saying that we can enter into the presence of God in a new and living way. And we have a high priest over the house of God, and we can draw near with a true heart of full assurance of faith, knowing that not one thing is held against us, that no sin is held against us by the Father God. The Lord Jesus Christ shed his blood. He sprinkled that mercy seat, and the Father God looks at him when he looks at us, and he says, Enter into my presence, child. Whatever you need is yours. And when you enter into his presence in true love and full assurance of faith, the Father God and have fellowship with him, anything you need from him, he will freely give it to you if you just ask him in Jesus' name. Amen. He made it so simple and he gave us everything, everything to enjoy. But we have to get into God's word and ask the Holy Spirit to help us. First Corinthians 2 but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, just the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man, except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. He's freely give us, given us all things. And he said that they would be revealed to us and we would know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Amen. 
Verse 14, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But we have the mind of Christ and know all things that have been freely given to us by God. Amen. Hello, everyone. This is Sherry Blevins. Today, we would like to encourage you to become a monthly partner with our ministry. We are believing for at least 10,000 new believers to come into the kingdom of God through this ministry. One way to accomplish this is by being on more radio stations. We are asking for your help by becoming a monthly partner or by giving a one-time gift. The only thing we can take to heaven with us is a harvest of souls. By becoming a partner with us, you will have the same reward we will receive from our Heavenly Father for each soul that is born again through this ministry. We trust that you will receive a harvest on your giving. We also believe that when we get to heaven, you will receive the same reward we will get from our Heavenly Father for your support of this ministry. We thank you in advance for your giving. Each new partner will receive a special gift from us by mail. We are praying for you. We appreciate and love you. And we know that God will richly bless you for your obedience. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.